Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody. I'm Dan. Hey, Jane. And Marky. And this is the Movie Council Podcast, the number one ranked movie podcast on the internet. That's uh, right. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and just put it right out there to start. Uh, this is gonna, this tonight's going to be a bit of a shit show. I, I have had a fucking terrible day. And, uh, you know, like as of this afternoon, I'm officially unemployed. So this is my last day working. And get, get, you ever have one of those days where, like, you know, you're kind of already in a shitty mood and it just spirals? Like every little thing, you know, like it, you go to pour your coffee and you fucking spill some. So you oh, grab shit. something to clean it, and when you go to clean it, you knock something else over, and it's just, just one of those fucking days, and, and that has been today for me. So I'm I'm not in a good mood, but fuck it, you know. I figure the podcast can't put me in a worse mood, right? So I hope not. It, it can only fucking go up from here. So yeah. let's fucking do this thing. Uh, Gemma, I, I hope your day is going better than mine. AJ, uh, how, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm tired, but yeah, I'm doing okay. Why is your shirt wet, AJ? You've been doing jumping jacks in an attic? No, I... Uh, Peeled an orange? No, I fell asleep on the couch, and <laughs> I guess I sweat, <laughs> sweat on the shirt, I guess. <laughs> All right, nice. Marky, yourself, how, how, how yeah, was your week been? How I, you doing I, today? I didn't want that brought up, but, you know, I, just, <laughs> I, did, I didn't even think to change the shirt because I just didn't I know, I I didn't, call you out on it. No, I didn't notice it until I until I started feeling like the I was like, <laughs> this is wet. What is good? No, I just got I just I fell asleep and then I my head was in like this position. I was sweating. like <laughs> Nice. The room was warm and, you know, it happens. Okay. I pissed upwards, you know, when I was just, just got on the, you know, I spittled on the shirt. You know? I got you. It looks like you just drooled a shit ton. No, I think it was. It was I've done that before. Just have, you ever, have you ever had that, like, waking up, woken up from a nap and like a ser- like a puddle of drool? <laughs> I've had that before. I don't it think is it's, fucking weird. I don't, I don't think it's drool. drool. I think no, it's sweat. That most likely is. But yeah, I, I have had that drool puddle before that's my wife drools a lot yeah. she she falls asleep on her side with her mouth open and then the pillow <laughs> she's got a big wet spot i don't think that's what this is with. yeah it's almost too much to be that but it, uh, it, that's but what it, everyone is thinking but at the same time that's where all fingers are pointing so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean with the way i was lying i mean you, you could you could you could make an argument because I was I was sort of on the you know in the end of my couch. Let's not get uh-huh. let's just let's just not get <laughs> yeah. Marky, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. 
Um, I'm sorry to hear that you're having a bit of a Michael Douglas falling down kind of day. I hope it doesn't, you know, climax into a shootout with some gang members and shit. But uh, it, it very well may. But you okay. know, that was a good description of my day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the bright side, at least I didn't like buy a movie ticket for the wrong day and show up and tell someone they're in my seat. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking <laughs> idiot would do that. Yeah, what kind of moron would do that? I was going to tell that story when we get there. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I can't not keep that to myself. I know. Uh, but no, my uh, day's been going well. You know, it's uh, just been pretty casual out here down in Charlotte. The uh, weather's been a nice feeling of like mild tropical where it's hot as shit and then thunder and rainstorms come blasting through for like cool 30 minutes and then nice. yeah it cools it down and then you know sun comes out while it's still hot and balmy and everything's steaming and birds chirping and then rainstorm comes through again but no it's been nice um started watching that show the boys and i'm excited to get back into that mm. forgot how much i like that show that just fantastic so, uh, speaking of shows, you know, let's uh, give a, a real quick uh, DP's TV recommendations. Sure. Because uh, a new season just started. If anyone, if you've never seen it, go back, watch the first couple seasons. But uh, season three of The Orville just okay. uh, started on Hulu. And I tell you what, The Orville is fucking fantastic so what's um, this what's the stick the shtick there like what's uh, okay so basically what it, it's basically like uh star trek right. except funnier you know okay. it's it, it's it, you know when we're talking about code eight how we're talking about how uh you know sci-fi loves to do those kind of social commentary things and star uh-huh. trek did that a lot um it's basically that but with a Family guy sense of humor. Yeah, it is so, created by Seth MacFarlane. And yeah, and he, he is stars in it. in it. Right. And it, like I said, it's not a comedy comedy. Like it, right. it really is kind of, it's a sci fi show, but it's just very fucking funny and it's so well done. It, it's it, clearly Seth MacFarlane loved Star Trek. Right. And is like, it, it's definitely an homage to Star Trek. But it's so well done, and so just it's it's funny and sensitive, and you know insightful. It, it's a really fucking well done show, and yeah, season three just premiered uh, yesterday, I believe, or today okay. on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So if you got Hulu, check out uh, the Orville. It's yeah, fucking excellent. I've um, I, I just saw a trailer for it again, and I've never watched it, but. Uh, you know, Seth MacFarlane's clearly a pretty bright and creative person with some of the stuff mm-hmm. that he's made um, in his career. And watching this, I could tell exactly what you just said. He must have been a huge fan of Star Trek because this looks like a just a, a more polished version of the old school mm-hmm. uh, uh, William Shatner Star Treks. Yeah, and that's exactly it's, what it is. It looks like cheesy on purpose. Mm-hmm. but but it's you know in 4k <laughs> yeah so it, it looks weird but no i've never seen it oh god i'd love that show so yeah I, I i strongly recommend that and like i said the boys which i'm gonna start watching uh probably this weekend yeah well 
watching the new season this weekend. That show is fucking excellent. It, yeah. Dude, it's, yeah, it comes out swinging. Um, ah, good. I'm only like halfway through the first episode. And it's mm-hmm. just jaw dropping the shit that goes on in that. AJ, have you watched The Boys? Uh, yeah, but I would like to make a TV comment in general. Sure. Mm-hmm. So TV nowadays, I feel like because of the, the nature of streaming, uh-huh. I feel like when a new season comes out, I almost have to go back and watch all the seasons leading up to it to, just to remember what the hell's going sure. on. You Unless... know, because I'm thinking specifically, I have not, because I know I'm going to want to go back and at least watch the prior season, if not the first two seasons. But I'm like, it's daunting to think, I got to go watch Stranger Things now. <laughs> like, like, I am know, like, so with you, dude. There, there's yeah. so, there's so, such of a like. The, I think season three of Stranger Things was two years ago. Mm-hmm. So you know, you, you can't possibly retain. You know what I mean? It was like you remember when the show Lost was on. You know, there were like 24 episodes in a season or whatever. And, right. And, and you know, the the seasonal you know would come around sooner. So you're like, oh yeah, now they're gonna show us what ha- what's in that fucking hatch. You know, yeah. <laughs> like the you beginnings know? of the seasons were a year apart, but like the end of season one to the beginning of season two was just a couple months. You know, because yeah. it was so spread out and it's just so much easier to follow but yeah i totally have to go back and watch previous seasons that i binged the first time they came out right so that's gonna happen with the boys like the first three seasons Mm -hmm. three episodes i think are out so i'm gonna have to go back because i remember really enjoying season two Uh really enjoying season two um what's her name uh that was in the one of the the uh, antagonist there uh-huh. mm-hmm. she was in um you're the worst i think was the tv show she was in to begin yeah. with name. she was awesome she was she mm-hmm. was great and I, I was like the, the, the former nazi yeah yeah like, what the hell great. what the hell happened to her i know she perished but like it, it shows yeah. that so it, it's i'm sorry spoiler yeah. alert but like i i you know yeah but then they, i know that some of these streamers do a decent job of like putting a recap in there for I was you just gonna or say whatever. That. Yeah. But it's sometimes it's just not enough. I was yeah. just going to say that too. Um, yeah. You took the words out of my mouth because a, de- a decent show will have that, that recap thing. Um, and that's becoming more and more common. It used to, they used to not do those. It, like it would be more rare for a show to do it. Now it's almost every, every major show does that. Like, you know, previously on and <laughs> this way, not to interrupt. Sorry, but uh, uh like the Obi-Wan Kenobi show just came right. out. It's the first season, but it started off with the recap of, of the everything Star that Wars. happened in the yeah. Star Wars movies. So But that's I like that because it uh that that felt like super nostalgic watching that recap. Yeah, it, it was cool, but it's just um, weird to get a recap at the beginning of a of series. A new show. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's that, a new that, show yet. There's still a recap. But in this, I, I find the I find the motivation there a little bit different, a little different, but sure. Yeah, you know, but, and, and the uh, boys, um, what AJ was just saying, like that that show does have a recap at the beginning of season three, and I was like, oh, good, I need to a refresher on what has happened, and it, but it. It wasn't a good one. It did it in this weird montage way with music, and it—I was just like, that makes things worse. Like <laughs> that's—it just mixed everything up. I mean, it reminded me of a couple scenes, and and usually what they do, you know, they're not going to show you. They only show you the things that are going to be uh, pertinent to the upcoming season, right? So they'll just in this uh, recap montage, 
they'll leave out characters or scenes or story arcs that don't matter for the next part of the story, you know, but uh, they do remind mm-hmm. you like in uh, the boys, just as a spoiler, they remind you about Stormfront, the Nazi girl, like right there at the end, yeah. like what happened to her and what happened with her and Homelander and all that crap. So, so it's almost like a project to, to get into the new season, it you is. know, like Russian Dolphin Netflix. I, I, you know, there was such a gap between the two seasons. Like I definitely have to watch season one again. I don't think I so. To... Sorry, not on that one. Um, I don't think they really. Uh, it doesn't they, carry they, over the same way. Not the same way. I still might watch it just to like get comfortable with the character again and just like sure. whatever. But uh, I know all like only murders in the building on Hulu. They're having a second season coming. Okay, out cool. I know I'm gonna sw- have to swing back through that one. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of a cool show. Yeah, Steve I think Martin so. and Martin Short. I know? really like that one. I like. Yeah. What, I, what I liked a lot about that show is the uh, kind of like the inside look of like someone that lives in a higher end, nice New York apartment mm. and, you know, these characters that are in there and what they do and who they are. That was pretty yeah. cool. It's a fun show. The Arcadian. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good time. And Steve Martin and Martin Short are great. In it, so. Yeah. Selena Gomez is very good, actually. too. She so. is. Yeah. And she was a producer on that show. Yeah. Good for her. Anyway, anyway, so that's my take on the new, the way people watch TV now, and I know it's mm-hmm. the nature of things, but you know, and I'm not going to stop watching these shows. It's just like you gotta, you gotta put more time aside at the beginning of the new season to catch yourself up. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I totally the same way. Like uh, the there's a new season of uh, Upload. I came out. Uh, That's like, another one I got a couple months ago. <laughs> I had to rewatch the first season to like get into season two. So, what was but the animated yeah, that show's one? Great. What's the animated one with uh, what's uh, Bob Odenkirk plays the father, Undone or something like that? It's a Amazon one, I think. Too. I haven't seen. It's got that like one. a realistic animated sort mm-hmm. of style. Mm-hmm. Um, something. Uh, what's the girl's name? Something. Salazar. Anyway, whatever. That's another one that another season came out. I'm like, what the heck happened in that first season? <laughs> nice. Upload is the same way. I'm like, what the hell? How did that thing end up end up in the first season? Nope, yeah. I'm gonna go back and watch it. If I want to watch season two. Yeah. What you have to commit to. <laughs> a commitment. But again, some of them are worth rewatch. Like the yeah. boys, it's worth rewatching those first couple. Yeah, seasons. I'll, I'll so gladly, good. I'll gladly watch oh. that because that's that shows like complete, so good. complete chaos at times. It is. Mm-hmm. I the love best, the characters like, in that show. It's controlled yeah. chaos, and I do. I love the characters too. I think they're they 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 all embody. Also, the I love the I love the, the approach of a superhero story where the superheroes are pretty much what would realistically be they're all since they are super they are super assholes and they're mm-hmm. narcissistic and because they're better than and everyone they're else huge celebrities too and, That's exactly like, in the dc world superman isn't like a huge celebrity around the world like you know people love him in metropolis but that's it like in the real world superman would be the biggest thing on the planet like, right i and, mean yeah, and the the Avengers uh, universe, they, they're like take selfies with fans in the city and shit. Yeah, but 
and the, yeah, they'd and be the hounded by TMZ constantly. Exactly. Like if the fucking Kardashians can't leave the house without 80 people with cameras following them, right. it really that's fucking how it think Tony Stark could come on. <laughs> that's how it is in the boys. Like that each one of them is like a Tom Cruise or Kim Kardashian. Yeah. You know, it's, they're like mega celebrities. And, and, mm. and the boys really um, told you, they sort of set the tone and showed you how, that they were going to be different when that, that what's his name? The, Who's the super fast? Um, uh, A train. A train. Yeah. He ran yeah. right through the girl, Hughes' girlfriend, and the like. Just you know what I mean. That was how they started the show, basically. Right. Like right. same super shot visceral. of him holding her fucking hands. Right. And yeah. just her hands. <laughs> right. He ran through her because he was yeah. all. You know what I mean. And the reasons you, you, when you find out why, makes the show even more like. Yeah. dark and yeah, dark crazy. and ah. i don't know yeah so good dark very dark so. yeah that's a very visceral show lots of gut lots mm. of blood and guts yeah i heard that they're, they're not holding back for season they're three. not nope that's what i told you man they come out the gate swinging on this uh i've only halfway through the first episode in season three and it's uh it's a doozy yeah i love anthony star yeah and uh sorry uh, i know you're trying to get off these tv shows but uh god I'm, I, now i'm having a brain fart on his name he's my boy um fucking judge dread um oh yeah carl urban carl, carl urban yeah he's awesome yeah, carl with a k so yeah, that guy's great yeah he's a hot shit plays yeah. billy the butcher yeah mm-hmm. much better as billy than he is his bones in the star trek movies mm-hmm you know, I guess I love those Star Trek movies, but Bones really doesn't do it for me in those. Like John Cho yeah. as uh, Sulu is right. fucking awesome. Like right. such a way better Sulu than George Takai ever was. But mm-hmm. yeah, but but Carl Urban, uh, he doesn't he doesn't do it for me. No, that character in Star Trek. Right. I love Miss Billy. Yeah, and right. I loved him as Dread. But yeah, in Star Trek, yeah, yeah, Any he's Hoosiers. kind of a soft character. Or like an empty character. Yeah, totally. But all right, why are we talking about Star Trek? <laughs> we're we're not, not that far into the episode, and we have gone off the rails. Way off I know, the but, rails. But I, I love the Giancarlo Esposito's from the boys. So that's that's always good when mm. he's around. As oh, is he the dude that was? Uh, Isn't Breaking Bad? Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Gus Los Poyos Hermanos. Yeah, Gus Fring. Hmm. Yeah, he's the shit. All right, uh, all right, boys. So, so uh, we actually have a couple emails to, right. to read, and uh, so for the listeners, if <laughs> somehow you're still listening to us ramble, um, for the listeners, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to moviecouncilpod at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also follow us on social media and. Uh, Hit us up there. It's at Movie Council Pod. And uh, wherever you're listening to us, you know, give us a rating and a review. We totally appreciate it. And, uh, and and like we've always said, if you send us an email, we'll definitely read it. And uh, we got one to read right now. Well, we got two, uh, both from the same person. But so he sent us two. I'm going to actually read the second email first, and then we'll go back to the first one. So the second one just says, oh, snap. I forgot that you guys want some questions. And so he's got some questions for us. And the first mm. one is uh, Daddy, 
What's the most coke you've snorted in 24 hours? <laughs> ah. And uh, I can tell you, it's um, it, it's it's way more than I'd like to admit. Uh, I I will say this: I had a I had a a stretch in my life. Uh, again, this is now more than 20 years ago. Fuck, I'm getting old. But yeah, like in my early 20s, I I went into a fucking dark asshole, man. I I, a dark I asshole? did a oh <laughs> yeah. His yep. name was Billy, and he was. I mean, um, <laughs> uh, also, I, I, I kind of, I had this fucking spiral right. where I just started going down bad roads and doing. I did way too many drugs. Like, it, 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 like you name it, I, I, I tried it. Right. <laughs> type of situation where, yeah, like I, I, I was in rough shape back then, but uh, yeah, at that point. Yeah, I, did. I probably snorted a lot. And oh, I actually it... probably smoked more than I snorted, to be perfectly honest with you. Ah. But yeah, that that was a rough time, but that was over 20 years ago at this point. Like, it's, it's been a long time, but, you and know. I guess it would get to a certain point to, uh, I mean, do you actually even remember, like, the, the, the time where you did do the most in one day? In the oh, 24 God, hour no. period? Like, how could at you that actually point, accurately no. keep track of that? Yeah, I would yeah. imagine you'd be to the moon at that point. Yeah, exactly, or beyond. But yeah, this was you know, yeah, it, it, you, you lose track after a while. Like we'll say it was bucket. right after my dad died, and uh, so yeah, I had issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to say the least. So yeah, there's no way to fully track it, but needless to say, there's more than anyone should ever do. Tell you that. <laughs> well, you made yeah. it out. I, I did. I did. I, I made it through. So and I'm doing great now. Even though I yeah, have good a for you. Fucking job. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 That wasn't because you uh, started doing coke at the, the office, though, right? No, no. That was just because they closed the fucking right. lab on me. Yeah, that ain't your fault. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, question number two is uh, for Tim. Tim, do you want kids? I love little children. Mm. <laughs> okay, so so then that's a guess, I guess. I guess Tim does want kids, right? Yes. I love little children. So there you go. That answers that. Uh, and then one for AJ. AJ, after your heart attack, what changes in your life would you have made beforehand if you had the chance? It's an interesting question. Like, mm. if you could go back, what's like the the one thing you would change? More kale. To keep that from happening. Yeah, would it be your diet, your exercise? What would it be? This is interesting. God, I don't know. Um, I guess you know I've like fallen in and out of diets, and I've gone up and down in weight. So mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. And I got it. I, you know what? I would have, I would have, I would have maybe not stopped exercising. You know, when I was younger, like mm -hmm. at some point when you get to a point where you just stop right. doing things, right? Like stop playing tennis or stop, you know, mm -hmm. playing softball on those teams. Whatever it was that I was active doing, like I probably would have tried to keep doing one of those things, right? 
Yeah. Get get more, get more invested in one of those things. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like spend weird amounts of money on some sport to stay in, to be be part (laughs) of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like where I probably shouldn't have, but it was for like a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like get get obsessed with like a weird exercise hobby. Yeah, like play racquetball or something, and just get crazy into it or something. Right? <laughs> I could I could see you as a racquetball guy. <laughs> I did used <laughs> to play goggles. tennis. Yeah. yeah, I did used to play a lot, quite a bit of tennis when I was really younger. You know, my teens, late teens, and late teens, whatever, even early twenties. But then I f- totally fell off to that game. So yeah, maybe tennis because I really enjoyed tennis. We used to play. I used to play with an old friend down at, you know, at the local park. We would ride our bikes down, and I would whoop his ass. <laughs> Mark Davidson. Yeah. I and, remember. Yeah, he was. He was self. He, he was self-taught, and I had taken lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was. You know, I, I was a little more refined than him. I had a good serve. You know, excellent backhand. Mm-hmm. I used the Federer one-handed backhand. But, you know, yeah, I probably would have continued, like, on on the road of a particular sport because I think the continued exercise is what keeps, like, the heart healthy. Right. You know? I mean, you can eat like crap every so often if you, you know, continue to exercise regularly. Yeah, keep Mm -hmm. that. uh, Every once in a while, have that vigorous blood pumping. Right, because and not just from masturbating vigorously, right. <laughs> yeah, right, ferociously, yeah, right. Because if that's right, all but... you needed, every guy would be in yeah. incredible shape. That's right, right. Or, or or like you know, gotten onto like an adult soccer the team heart or something, of a you know, like whatever. You know, I played soccer in high school. Like play adult soccer on like some some t- club team or something. You know, something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something where I was, you know, something motivating me. That's, um, if I could kind of uh, steal what you're talking about there, uh, you know, I used to skateboard a whole lot. Um, mm-hmm. Started when I was like 13, uh, maybe, yeah, about 13. And then tapered off maybe my early 20s, 20, uh, 24, something like that. That's kind of when I tapered off just because um, I used to do it all the time more with my friends. But I was good enough to where even if I wasn't with my friends, I would go to a skate park and just kind of buddy up with other people and, you know, have fun going on road trips and meeting people doing it. But then when I got older and my friends moved away or quit skating, I didn't have that same kind of close community. And I would try to go to skate parks and just wouldn't, you know, getting a little bit older, you don't connect the same ways you do when you're younger. Um, So anyways, I slowly started tapering off skating and I never thought of it as like exercise because I used to do it so much that it didn't, I could do it all day and it wouldn't uh, slow me down at all. Well, I recently have tried to pick it back up again and just pushing around in a fucking parking lot has me gassed. I'm winded. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? But it's just because, you know, I'm, I was so conditioned at the time and I stopped doing it. And now I realize how much, like, of course there's, there's a lot of cardio involved. I'm, pushing and kicking and jumping like the whole, the whole time. So, but since I'm out of practice now, it's, it kills me to do it. So I'm slowly trying to get my conditioning back into skating, skating a little bit more regularly. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Uh, let's move on to the, to the next phase of this quiz. He's got, he's got some more questions here. So uh, okay. it's kind of a, 
a, a multi-part question for all of us uh, with Father's Day around the corner. Uh, what's your fondest memory with your dad? Uh, AJ, why don't, why don't you go first? What's your fondest memory with dad? God, I, don't, I, I really don't like being put on the spot like this. But <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you what, Daddy will go first then. Because uh, I was thinking about it already, and I I know exactly when it was. It was um, like I had just come back from boot camp. Uh, and, you know, like my when I, when I got home the first time I, I saw my dad, like my dad was, ne- was never a... Uh, the affectionate type, you know, he never fucking hugged us and kissed us or anything. And especially so when I got to that age, I, you know, was 18. I thought I was an adult. And he's like, oh, you're back. Congratulations. And, like, I, I went to, like, put my hand out to shake his hand. And he goes, oh, stop it. Come here. And he just fucking grabbed <laughs> me and hugged me. Yeah. And it was, like, this, just this fucking moment. I would, Like, I was so surprised that he was hugging me. And I, it, it was, yeah, just one of those ones that will fucking stick out in my head forever. It, yeah, it, it was very special, like, because <laughs> he'd never hugged. But, like, me, I, I guess it was, you know, because I was a, had joined the Army. He was proud of me for being in the Army. So, it, yeah, that, that that was definitely my, my number one moment. How about, how about you, Mark? You got one that sticks out to you? uh yeah and not to uh change the subject but i thought it was i thought you were in the navy no no it's an army, army? Yeah. i don't know okay i don't know where i got the navy from okay um yeah the um well so probably probably my and it's not really like a single memory but like my my fondest time with my dad was uh you know my both my parents were actually born in peru they and they grew up in really? peru yeah hmm. Um, I had no idea. Wow. Well, you've uh, mentioned it before, but you know my parents are quite religious. Yes, that my, part I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my grandparents were quite religious, and they were actually missionaries, and so they were doing mission work in Peru. Uh, when uh, both both sets of my grandparents were doing mission work in Peru, uh, when they had, you know, my. My, my, my mom and my dad. So mm-hmm. they were both born uh, in the same city or maybe not the same city, but they're both born out there and they grew up there with their parents doing so that, you know, they grew up in the jungle and then like Lima in the city and stuff like that. Um, and they uh, had taken, I'm the youngest of four. I've got three other siblings and they had, my parents had taken my siblings out to uh, Peru at, at some point to show them around you know, like this is where we grew up. This is like the towns that we used to like frequent. This is the jungle that we used, we used to play in when we were kids, that kind of thing. Um, and then there was just one day where my dad was like, you've never been to Peru, have you? And I was like, no. And he said, you want to go? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, all right, let's go. Oh, that's um, awesome. Wow. Yeah. So he, and at that time too, uh, there was a, a guy that he used to go to high school with that was still living and working in Peru. And this guy mm-hmm. was, and I think he still is, uh, operating a motorcycle, like a dirt bike motorcycle tour company in, per, in Peru. So mm-hmm. you pay for this service where he rents you a bike and he plans out the trip uh, and he books these hostels and hotels 
Um, and then he kind of has the itinerary ready. He tells you what to bring, tells you where to meet him. And then you just mm -hmm. hop on a dirt bike and he kind of is at the, the front of this dirt bike uh, group and shows you around. So I was in, I was in Peru for a month um, on a dirt bike traveling through the country on back, back wow. trails and yeah, through the mountains, went and saw Machu Picchu and Cusco, mm -hmm. uh, drove through the road, through the desert, uh, went up, um, on the, you know, Peru is such an interesting country because they of their topography, they have right. the, they have a low area, like very tropical jungle. They have, mm -hmm. uh, part of their Eastern, uh, Right. I think, uh, yeah, eastern part of the country is uh, has a little bit of the Andes Mountains. Um, is that right? Yeah, the Andes. Don't the Andes go through the uh, uh, Patagonia and Chile, Chile and Bolivia? I'm terrible with geography. I, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I believe you're all right. I think it's the Andes. And, yeah. and then they have their, their western part of the country touches uh, the... Uh, Pacific Ocean and is all desert leading up to the Pacific. Mm -hmm. So uh, very interesting topography that they have. They have very low elevations and they have very high elevations. Any case, I was on a dirt bike for a month uh, with my dad. Uh, my mom was in a, what they call a support truck, which was just a four by four Toyota Helix that like carried our bags. There was six right. of us total on these motorcycles. So not one particular moment, I guess, but just that trip in general and him right. like bringing me down there and showing me around. And, right. Man, um, that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. That's uh, not just my uh, best memory with my dad, but just probably my, one of my best memories as a totally. whole of my yeah. life. <laughs> cool. Being able to do that. Yeah. It was badass. Yeah. So, how about you, HA? You got one? I don't know. Um, I, I was trying to listen to Marky, so I, I really wasn't thinking, but um, God. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's a couple things, I guess, but one, I guess I'll settle on one, I guess. I won't be, mm -hmm. I, won't, I won't take too long to talk about it, but you know, like my our dad had like pretty his knees were in pretty rough shape. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he wasn't able to, you know, classically be the catcher when I needed someone to pitch to in the backyard, but right. he would take like this milk crate <laughs> and he mm -hmm. would sit on, he would sit on in the backyard for me with the catcher's mitt. And I would just, and I'll tell you, when I fired away at him, I, he was just like, he was the backstop. So I could just <laughs> like, he, he, but he, and the guy worked two jobs. He just like broke his back to do things. Yeah. And, you know, when we were struggling and he still took the time to get out there, work, get his that. ass down onto that crate just because his knees were in mm -hmm. such bad shape and just let me, let me just pitch. Even though I, I was not a great that. pitcher, but I loved throwing to him, you know? Yeah. So that was always a good memory for me. Anytime we were able to get out there mm -hmm. and then I always, I always took the time to, you know, let Dan pitch to me. Cause he was actually a good pitcher. My son, when mm -hmm. he was, when he was in, you know, baseball growing up, he mm -hmm. was actually, he actually had like talent. Yeah. So I was, I was always like, I always made sure I went out there and 
played catch with him just because, mm-hmm. you know, it was so important to me. Right. To be able Which to throw, exactly throw to my dad and make that mitt pop, like that sound of that mitt. Yeah. Just pop. So. Which that actually kind of segues into the the next part of the question, which uh, he says, so, you know, your fondest memory with your dad and what's the fondest memory with your kid or what do you want to happen? That will be your kid's fondest memory of you. So I guess it kind of and or or both. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll kick it off again because I, you know, I've already been thinking about it. And again, I mean, kind of weird. Okay. It goes back to me being in the military, but uh, this was God about, I think eight years ago now or so uh, I went to a a Patriots game with Aiden. It was Aiden and I uh, went to a Patriots game, but when we went, it happened to be uh, a, not Patriots day, uh, veterans day. And so we're there on a, on a veteran's day. And, uh, at, at one point, you know, we're like, we're sitting in uh, the upper deck section there, but the, uh, the, the PA announcer comes on and, and asks any, everyone in the audience, like if you have served in the military to, you know, please stand up. And so of course, you know, like Aiden looks at me and goes, dad, dad, come on, stand up. You know, he's, seven years old at the mm-hmm. time or something and he's like come on dad stand up and so i get up and you know pa announces says you know let's everyone else please give all these people a round of applause and they do and i remember like i just look over at aiden and he was looking up at me like with like this fucking pride it, it just made me feel amazing like i Felt like I was on top of the fucking world at that point. That was such a fucking special moment. That was so cool. And yeah, I did. And like, you know, like after the fact, other people in the, in in our section were coming over and saying, Hey, thank you for your service. And like, I I just remember Aiden looking at me and thinking it was the coolest fucking thing in the world. So yeah. But yeah, for, for me, that is like the moment. So, so Mark, what about you again? Like I say, you're, you've got such a little one. Yeah. Um, I guess for you, like, wh- what is it that you want to do and accomplish um, that will make your little one super fucking proud of you? And like, it, it, or just some memory that you would love to make. Yeah. You know, kid. that's, 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 um, that, uh, that part of the question is that's a very good question and i'm gonna have to kind of take that and dwell on that because i haven't thought about that before like i mean i think about how i want my daughter to see me and i feel like i've been tailoring my uh behavior and kind of work ethic towards that you know i've been working harder than ever and just kind of uh being the person that and this isn't an uncommon uh, personality trait or thing that happens to parents is that, you know, they, you, you want to start acting the way that you want to be perceived by your kid. Um, But AJ telling that story about how your dad would was working two jobs and then would still make time to Mm -hmm. 
uh, play catch with them. That's something that I've been having to consciously tell myself because, you know, even, even though I've been working from home a lot lately and I'm, I'm not that busy, I'm still like, you know, I've got a lot of work swirling around in my head and like customers I need to call and something that I need to follow up with. And Twyla's, you know, since I'm home, Twyla sees me a lot and she's like, you know, come play with me, daddy, play with me. And I'm like, ah, no, I got to work. I'm like, I don't you know what? Fuck work. I don't have to work. Like, <laughs> sure. I got to work to pay the bills, but like, no one's going to know for 15 minutes. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking play Legos with you for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been, you know, working on doing that more is just uh, kind of playing with her more and instead of, cause I remember, uh, you know, I don't, I don't love my dad to death, but he was the same thing. Like he, as far as, you know, what I imagined, like your guys, dad is, he just worked his ass off and I didn't me being the youngest of four and him trying to, you know, pay for all this shit. Like that. And he, he was in the military. So he was volunteering for uh, all sorts of gigs to be able to get more money. <laughs> so I, I didn't see him a whole lot when I was younger. Um, but when it, whenever he was home, man, like, yeah, he was, you know, he wanted to throw down, he wanted to go out and play and do stuff. So, um, and I always remembered that, but it's so you know, as far as like, what, what do I, I don't know. I, I want to be, I just want my kid to see that, you know, I'm, I'm a good person and I'm working to helping them. Maybe not even that, like that seems selfish. I just want to have a good time and I want to have a All good right. time with them. <laughs> and I want to be able to provide enough to where, you know, we can have fun and just, goof off but mm-hmm. um as far as that uh that first part of that question i would like to kind of answer that in a in a sappy way because you guys mm-hmm. might remember you know my kid's only just over two years old right. so like just about damn near everything is like my new favorite fondest memory of her you know just all the little shit because every day she's you know she's growing she's uh getting smarter her vocabulary is getting better so like just last night, she was st- one of her newest things. I mean, it just started happening, but she's really stalling for bedtime. So I go to mm-hmm. put her down and she's like, I need socks. And I'm like, all right, I'll get you some socks. <laughs> she's like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like you just went to the bathroom. And she's like, I, I need, I need pink I need- bear. Like you've got yeah. pink bear. Like, you know, she's saying, and then I was closing the door. She's like, Papa, can I ask you a question? And I was like, you can ask me the question tomorrow. Like that, but that was the first time she had said that to me. Can I ask you a question? And I told that story to Sam and she was like, she said that to me at nap time yesterday. She's like, let me ask you a question. And I said, what's your question? And she just said, um, um, and she didn't, she didn't have one. She didn't was just thinking through. She was just stalling. Yeah. So, you know, every is, I know it's sappy and cheesy, but I mean, honestly, at this age, um, everything is like a, the new best memory. It's just been so fun watching her grow up. How about you, AJ? You got any special moments with you and uh and CS? <laughs> don't ever ask how we came up with CS. I've tried. It's not his name. You don't want to know. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, plenty, and like I, I, I still wish he was young so I could keep going to his football and baseball games because mm-hmm. selfishly, I had so much fun doing that part of it, right? Mm-hmm. But 
yeah, it's hard to pinpoint one. I, I don't really want to tarnish any of the other sort of memories, but I do want to say that I don't know how to phrase this, but I want him to remember that he was able to take it for granted that I was going to be there. Yeah. That's you know nice. what I mean? Right. That, you know, he assumed I would be there for every single game, every single pop Warner practice I was there for. Mm-hmm. So he could take it for granted that I was there. That's and good. over the last few years, you know, with things that have happened in my life and health and stuff, you know, you can't take it for granted that you're going to be there for yourself like right. in the morning, right. you know? So, you know, I'm glad he could take it for granted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he could assume that I just not even have to think about it. Just know that I was going to be there on time to walk him to the park at the baseball park in Waltham from his mother's house. I was going to be there to drive him to football practice. I was going to mm-hmm. be there on, on Sundays for the games. I was going to be there for the tournaments he played. Baseball. I was just going to, he could always look over to the sideline or behind the bench or the dugout. And then I was going to be standing right there. Yeah. That's big. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that is pretty fucking awesome. And I'm proud that, I mean, selfish. I'm just proud that I, that I mm-hmm. could, I could give him that sense of security or whatever it is. Yeah. That's, that's really big, man. That's a huge one. Um, it's mm-hmm. because uh, on, on one hand by doing that, it's almost like, like you said, you would take it for granted. Um, and on, uh, I guess, fortunately, or unfortunately, he wouldn't know the difference unless it was the opposite. Like if you right. were, if right. you were absent and then it would be a much different right. story, but and, right. and, uh, I'm glad he was able to experience it right. that way, you know, and right. I was happy to be there for that stuff. I love that He, this dude threw a no hitter in a little league game. And no I was shit. there. I was there for every pitch of that game. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Every damn pitch of that game. And like the crowd was going wild, <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's for, this, crazy. for this kid, you know, a he no had, hitter in a little, he had game. like, he had like, Near, well, I think he had like 16 strikeouts. Like it was crazy. Damn. It was a wow. crazy game. And like, I don't know. I was there for every, and it's, he knew I would be like, he knew yeah. I'd be there for all that. So that's what I'm, that, that I can always hang my hat on that. You know, right? that's a, that's a really right, big right. one, man. That's, you know, and hearing, I'm glad that uh, for my sake that you guys are and you're a little older and your kids are a little older because hearing stories like this is, is stuff that, um, you know, is, is things that I'm going to put in my pocket and I'm going to remember this stuff because mm-hmm. that's, that's big. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it goes a long way for somebody um, growing up. So, and the opposite is so much more damaging. It, it doesn't take a lot of work to, just be there and love somebody. Just so. show up. Just I mean, show that's up. All it is, like that's all your kid wants is for you to be there. They mm. like you don't have to be perfect. You don't. You, you don't have to be fucking rich. You just got to be there. If you're there, it's fucking everything. You know, like it, yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, it, you form this bond just by, you know, caring and. 
letting them you know know you'll always be there it's it's fucking amazing yeah and and, and even just like all the you know the parents that were there you know Mm -hmm. just like like commiserating with them and bonding with them and you know I don't know. know. Yeah. It was you, a lot of like make friends. There was, there was a lot of community. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of community yeah. there, like just people that cared about their kids. Yeah, you know, that just wanted to be there for them. You know, and they were. I mean, that's that 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 was just like a side effect of it, but it, it was it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Does this conclude the sappy part of our show? <laughs> I just said your screen name. Marty. Yeah, I changed my screen name while while we were doing this. <laughs> So, um, which, you know, uh, all right. So the, the, that email or half, so far that first half is from uh, Michael Slayback. So, but, but that is exactly the fucking shit we were talking about before when we want questions that just get us talking because, you know, I love talking to you guys about everything, not just yeah. movies. So that's, Fine. that's some, that's some real world shit right there. I mean, I was yeah. serious when like, you know, hearing you guys tell these stories, like I'm, and I know how much you guys miss your dad and like the things that you're doing with your kids to kind of make up or, you know, maybe not make up, but things that you remember and you sort want of. to reciprocate. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, and I, my, my dad's still alive and um, I've actually was asked this question um, when I was in college, I think when he was retiring from uh, the uh, air national guard, one of his coworkers reached out to me and was like, what's, what's the fondest memory of your dad? And at that time he, you know, I was uh, like 19 or 18 or something like that. He, that's when he has, had been working uh, so much of my life that, and I wrote back to the guy, I was like, you know, uh, um, unfortunately for me, like I, I regrettably said like not much, like, and I, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if he even told my dad because my dad, shortly after that like made a visit and like he started i think it kind of i think that guy probably did tell him because my dad just spontaneously visited me shortly after that when i was in college i bet he did though, yeah. um and he realized like damn i've been working too fucking much yeah um and it, it when i said it wasn't much that's not true like the, the guy was just all over the place like three other kids with much and my siblings were much better athletes than i was and they were at games that were winning and stuff and <laughs> he, he was going to those <laughs> Um, but, uh, and I was, you know, more of a anarchist punk skateboarding and not playing team sports, but right. he, he was, he was trying to be active in my life then. I don't know. I'm going down a rabbit hole. I actually want to follow you down this rabbit hole, <laughs> but you know, this is, uh, I don't know. You know what? Let's go back to movies. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting conversation to have. All right, so so Michael Slayback again. Uh, thank you so much for the, those yeah. questions. They're awesome. Deep question. Yeah, uh, that that was fucking great. But the first part of his email, which I wanted to say because I thought we'd talk about this part longer, but I, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be the case. Um, but his first part it was just a uh, uh, subject was John Favreau. Okay, and he just said, "Can you please do an episode?" On the man who single-handed, who is single-handedly bringing back Star Wars and keeping Marvel running strong, and then he says, "Tim has a small penis," <laughs> <laughs> and he signs it twenty-three. Not quite sure what twenty-three is, but that's how he signed it. 
Well, so, yeah, thank you, Michael Slayback. And, and I will say, I fucking love John, John Favreau. Yeah. I mean, he, when you think about it, he really has had an amazing fucking career. Like, when, when you go back to, you know, Swingers, it, uh, like, so, like, I know Swingers is one of Tim's all-time favorites. I, might even be one of those bunker movies. Possibly, yeah. I think it might be. Um, but what? Where are you at on Swingers, AJ? Have you? Are, are you as big of a Swingers fan as I know Tim is, and as I am? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a big Swingers fan. Um, and uh, John Favreau also wrote Swingers, so mm-hmm. which is great. Um, so I guess pretty pretty early on, he was. Uh doing more stuff not just acting right he was behind mm-hmm. the scenes a little bit yeah i mean i guess i like john favreau i'm not as high on him as you guys are because maybe i'm not as big of you know i'm definitely not as big of a marvel fan i'm mm. definitely not a marvel fan um i don't know and and, and the star wars stuff i really got into it so i don't know what he's doing in that world mm-hmm. um I liked him and I love you, man. He was hilarious in that. He was, yeah. Him and um, uh, Jamie, was it Jamie Lee Presley? Jamie, Jamie Presley, yeah. Jamie Presley. Or as the uh, the the deaf linebacker in The Replacements. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie fucking rules. From an acting standpoint. I don't standpoint, care what anyone says. That movie rules. From an acting standpoint, I guess, you know, I don't know how much I, I he's been in that I, I love, but... But you, you know, don't I, love swingers? I thought swingers was fucking amazing. I just like, said I did. I love swingers. I just yeah, said swingers it. is such a like it's it, it's such like a like a uh, what do you call it? A, like a time capsule of not just the '90s, but like this very specific time in the '90s where like randomly fucking swing dancing was in style and like the squirrel nut zippers were a big band for fucking who knows why like squirrel nut zippers yeah and the cherry popping daddies and like all these weird fucking swing bands like made millions of fucking dollars and like swing dancing became a thing and and that's about the time swingers came out and like it really captured this fucking moment of the '90s, which again, because I'm that age, as a you know, hits home a little more. But right. but like just the, the have you seen Swingers, Marky? It's been a long time. I have, um, yeah. and I I remember liking it, but um, I, th- I think it was a long time ago. I I need to give it another yeah. watch because you know when we were doing the um the uh, uh, comedy movie brackets, the mm-hmm. uh, laughing stock tournament. Yeah. I told my boss about it and he's about uh, your age, I think DP. And he was like swingers. And I was like, what? And he's like, swingers is on there, right? That's going to win. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know if we even have swingers on there. And he's like, you guys are fucking stupid. That's the best <laughs> comedy movie right there. Dude, um, it is great. Too. It does hit some people in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vince Vaughn is amazing. And just like the characters, the like John Favreau himself was just amazing as like the, you know, the woe is me fucking character. And then you had right. Vince Vaughn was the polar opposite fucking 
you know, cocksure fucking cool dude. It was, I love Swingers. It's such a fucking great movie. What was, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie and I'm not even entirely sure John Favreau was in it, but I'm pretty sure it had Christian Slater and it had to do with like a dead hooker. Like at a bachelor's party, oh, very, like, very bad, th- very, very bad, bad things. things. Was yeah. John Favreau in that? Yes, I believe he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, that was a, a dark one. If, I, if mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going through his IMDb right now, trying to see. Yep, there he is. Very bad things. Kyle yeah. Fisher. Okay. Yeah, 1998. Yeah, I, I'm a little cold on that movie. Are you? What about Chef? I I was gonna try and watch Chef this week. But I never got it. Never got the chance. AJ, like have that. you seen Chef? I don't even know what that is. It's no? the, the, the uh, title yeah. of the movie is called Chef, and he plays a uh, chef. John Favreau yeah. plays a chef. I mean, it was very well received. I think it's got like fucking high ratings on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. And yeah, I never. I, I was gonna watch it this week. It just never quite got into it. But that one. Um... I, yeah, I did watch that one, and it's it's just like a uh, a, a simple feel good movie. I mean, it's it's not complicated. Um, the story is just very straightforward, and the guy is going on has landed on hard times, and then picks himself up, and then ends up coming out on top. And the movie ends on a high note with him doing well, and mm. all is good. So, okay. But, <laughs> yeah, like I said, um, it's not. It's not like a. It's. I think it's got very high notes because it's just. A, it's a classic formula of a movie, um, um, and it's. It was just done well with the acting, and um, the subject matter was, uh, kind of topical, I guess, at the time. Like he, uh, his character starts a food truck, and this movie came out. I don't know, like five years ago, when food trucks were like booming yeah, all like over all the place. The yeah, right. he does seem to hit those movies that just come out at the right time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. During the food truck craze, when mm-hmm. his chef comes out and the swing dancing craze. But um, he's also directed some, like, again, like uh, when I was looking, I had no idea he directed the movie Elf. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, one of the great fucking Christmas movies. Um he also directed this other one uh, called Zathura. Are you guys familiar at all with super Zathura? Familiar. I'm Googling it's basically it right now. Jumanji, but w- with a different game and different characters in it. But it, it was a fucking cool movie. It's one of those ones that, you know, like when Aiden was little, it, it was, you know, a kid's movie and he was way into it. So, um, okay. Yeah, I never watched that one. Yeah, it's cool. But then, you know, recently, what really has made John Favreau fucking explode is like, uh, like Michael said, the Marvel and Star Wars shit. Like, yeah, he the reason we even have an MCU is because of fucking John Favreau. He started like he started the Iron Man and Iron Man two. I and. To this day, Iron Man holds up so fucking well. It that is such a good is, movie. It's just a solid movie. Yeah. So I, I went when I, I saw it when it first came out. I went to the movie theater, and uh, like one of my friends came with me, PJ, 
not into comic books, not into superhero shit, but was bored that day. It's like, oh, you're going to the movies? All right, fuck it. I'll come with you. Fucking loved Iron Man. Right. I don't know how you can. Fully in. Yeah. It, it's just a great movie. It holds up to this day. And it, that is the, you know, what kicked off the MCU. So, yeah. And also, uh, a fucking, uh, yeah, damn, why am I drawing a blank? I'm drawing a blank on the actor, but I can remember the character's name is Obadiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> How uh, could I not remember Jeff Bridges, but I remember his character's name, Obadiah. He's bald with a beard. That was such mm-hmm. a good bad guy. Oh, um, he he's like a business yeah. partner, gone evil. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that it's interesting how it kind of plays into what you were just saying um, after I mentioned the food truck thing and you said how uh, John Favreau's got this knack for doing a topical movie. Mm-hmm. He's got a fucking knack for resurrecting these nostalgic pieces right, right? at the, the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marvel as everyone should know is coming from a comic series these are old characters that are from comic books that were written that first started a long long time ago Mm -hmm. um iron man and thor and captain america these are very old characters that came out of what like the 50s and 60s yeah um and even the stories that that they are doing in the movies are compilations from different comic books like the stories and the character arcs uh aren't necessarily original they're being pulled from the comic books mm-hmm. um but there was there was uh saturday morning cartoons um with iron man and these uh different uh avengers characters they did mm-hmm. x-men too the x-men movies the x-men movies didn't take off that's that's interesting because the x-men movies didn't i guess it was just the direction and the uh the way that they were conducted because Mm-hmm. What I was going to say is that these movies were made at a time to where the generation of people that were watching those cartoons and reading those comic books are now at the like adult age it that would want to see them. And also it, the demographic is these adults that grew up watching these as kids, but the movies are PG-13 and cool enough to where like the the demographic kind of just spreads down. It's right. it starts high and goes down pretty to pretty young. Right. I, which... well, what what I think it was too is so like with the X Men movies, like they tried too hard to make it appealing to the masses. Mm. So like the hardcore comic book people were like, oh, this is why isn't Wolverine wearing his That's yellow costume? You know. But yet when John Favreau did fucking Iron Man. He made it appealing to the masses and to the hardcore fucking the comic OG, book people. Yeah. yeah, like the hardcore comic book people are like, oh my God, this is my comic book come to life. Yeah. And people that didn't care about comics were like, oh my God, this movie's fucking awesome. Because so the that's, that's it, actually that's where he nailed it. Yeah. I, I well, I think you just solved it then. That's because the uh the the stories themselves that uh like I was just mentioning that they're they're pulling from and the mm-hmm. Avengers and the, the Marvel stuff, those are great stories. And all you had to do was just translate that into film. And you're right. The X-Men films, like with uh, uh, Hugh Jackoff, that they started pretty early on. Hugh Jackman, me off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
tracking they, it off? They, they were this weird kind of uh, bastardization of, I mean, because the, the character was, for instance, you know, Wolverine had his claws and his adamantium skeleton or whatever. And there's Magneto and Professor X and all that. But the uh, story in between and what they were doing was just kind of like made up for, like you said, like general masses. Like this is, we're just using these characters and we're making a story. Um, Yeah. And and studies show that did not work. Not Mm -hmm. nearly as well, at least. I mean, those movies still made a bunch of money. Yeah. But then he did it again with fucking the Star Wars universe, because right. like, so the the newest Star Wars movies come out as like the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker and all that, and there was a bunch of like hardcore Star Wars people that were like, "Oh, this isn't right." Blah, yeah, you're outside the canon. Yeah, and so then he comes and takes over the fucking Mandalorian and makes it so the masses love it. And the Star Wars <laughs> nerds mm-hmm. love it and fucking hits another home run with The Mandalorian. That was which, such a good show. Again, like I know, AJ, you're not into fucking Star Wars and stuff, but you should check out The Mandalorian. It yeah. like it stands on its own. You don't need to know all the lore of 100%. Star Wars to fucking enjoy The Mandalorian. It's just it's a great fucking standalone story. Yeah. You know, about a you know, kind of the lost soul trying to fucking find his way back home. And it's really fucking well done. I I do think you would enjoy it, even if you don't like Star Wars. I I recommended it to my brother, who's a huge uh, Old Westy fan. And that's Mm -hmm. how I kind of sold it to him. I don't know if he's watched it yet. Maybe he has. Um, No, I think he did. And yeah, he told me he liked it. And I recommended it to my brother-in-law who makes fun of all the comic book stuff mm. and doesn't like any of it. His favorite movie is uh, Rambo First Blood. <laughs> and I recommended right. uh, The Mandalorian to him. And he's like, already seen it. Love it. Hey, nice. <laughs> yeah. So it is, you know, John Favreau's got a real talent for uh, using the source material. And like you said, DB, you know, keeping the original fans happy which is a uh, difficult feat in itself because if you make mm-hmm. the original fans happy then you might just be alienating everyone else and that's a small niche group that you're doing uh, but yeah he's getting everybody on board and uh the the i don't know if you've seen like the behind the scenes of the mandalorian like the making mm-hmm. of i can't remember the guy's name but he found or maybe not just him but they found this guy and he directed an episode or two, or was at least a producer. But mm-hmm. they were calling him like the biggest Star Wars nerd of all time. And, <laughs> and he was just like this, he, he was on set all the time. And he was like the Star Wars fact checker that like, no, the, the stormtroopers suit on this planet wouldn't look this way. And he was like, he was, had more knowledge about Star Wars than anybody else, more than George Lucas. And was telling mm-hmm these writers and directors of what these <laughs> aliens on this planet would be, yeah. what the, what the uniforms would be of the different mm-hmm. stormtroopers, all that stuff is incredible, but yeah. So, uh, in, in, in thinking about John Favreau, I actually started looking up, uh, you know, how much, how much money he's made from, like I said, he's done these huge fucking things and right. kind of looking into celebrity net worth. 
And I got to tell you, the, the lists are pretty interesting. Mark, I know you're looking into this too. Right. But <clears throat> and, well, and I was, yeah, go, you, you go and then I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I find. Well, interesting. Yeah. Cause I, you, you mentioned the, uh, the question, the email uh, in a text message earlier in the week. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a, you know, a great question because John Favreau, I, I love that, that, you know, he's behind all these things that I really like and started digging into He's, he's got a, a long career, but then this more recent career of him revitalizing these projects that have become wildly popular. Um, and then it got me to thinking, that guy's got to be fucking balling. I mean, he's you know, bringing up these Marvels and Avengers that are making billions in the box office. And he's doing the Mandalorian and he's getting these and Boba Fett and these Star Wars projects that are just wildly popular. Um, and so I Googled his net worth and he's, it's according to the internet, he's net worth is a hundred million, which is, you know, nothing to laugh at. But then for reference, I looked at, uh, Robert Downey Jr. His net worth, according to the internet is 300 million. Yeah. So, you know, I know that Robert Downey Jr. had worked out some sort of sweet gig when doing, Iron Man and then in the Avengers that he was almost getting mm-hmm. like exponential pay raises. Yes. Like for every movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the guy was very smart when it came to negotiating his pay paychecks, but I would think that the more or less like brainchild and creator behind these things, would he not be worth like more get, than get right paid more than? Yeah, I would think so. But I don't know how that. Maybe we need uh, your close personal friend Andrew Harvey on here to explain to us how it works. Or maybe fuck it. Maybe John Favreau just blows his money at the casino. Like maybe he was (laughs) was worth five hundred million, and four hundred of it's gone. Yeah, but yeah, like RDJ got paid. So like for like the Avengers movies, and uh, I think like maybe I think it's the third Iron Man. Like he got you know back end money from it and so like his initial salary was like 20 million for the movie which is already fucking ridiculous but then with back end made like over 75 million per movie yeah so you know like right there we're talking about 225 million dollars just from those ones let alone the first like iron man and then his appearances in the spider-man movies and shit like he made some very fucking smart deals where he just said fuck it you know like i'll take all my money on the back end and it worked out quite well for him you know, I, I don't know um, how true this is. DB, you might know more about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy that played uh, the original Obi Wan Ken- Kenobi character in mm-hmm. Star Wars, uh, yeah, in the first Alec film, Guinness. Th- was it true that he had negotiated uh, a, p- a pay structure in a way that he didn't get an actual like chunk up front, but that he was getting like residuals off the back end. Hmm. I'd heard a story that he like Not wasn't sure. a fan of Star Wars himself, but he recognized yeah. the popularity and mm-hmm. he said he's like I want a percentage of you know like residuals and like merchandise. And he, that motherfucker 
was right. gone right. into right. the sunset <laughs> after that. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, because like after you mentioned it, like I started like Googling it and and it's funny, depending on which thing you click on, you get like different answers as to like sure. who the, the the richest actors are. So like, and I guess it depends too on what you consider to be an actor. So like, so for instance, uh, like a Tom Cruise apparently okay. has got like a net worth of five hundred and seventy million. Okay, which is insane. Yeah, but that only puts tall. him at like on one list. There's like number six because like this Jesus. Bollywood guy is worth like six hundred million. Or Jesus, it, it, one list has. Uh, you remember the actress Jamie Gertz? No. Like she was, she was in a few random like TV shows in the eighties and stuff. Nothing major, but when you look at an actor who's worth a ton, she's like ranked number two because her husband is uh, worth like ten billion dollars. Oh shit! Well, that's not fair. So she, in turn, is worth you know like three billion dollars. If, if she gets divorced today, she's it's almost like Jeff Bezos' wife. Like as yeah. soon as she gets divorced, she's like the second richest person right. in the world. And so, you know, depending on what you consider to be an actor. But I tell you, the, the most surprising one I saw, if you, and they are definitely actors. They just don't do movies at all. But really, number one and number two are Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David. Interesting. Because of the fucking amount of money the reruns of Seinfeld to bring in. Yeah. Like Jerry Seinfeld is worth like $900 million. He's worth almost a billion. And Larry David is a close, closely just, behind him. I was just about to ask that. Um, I know that Jerry Seinfeld is uh, just sloppy rich, but mm -hmm. how is it that uh, – He's beating Larry David because I again this kind of goes back to the John Favreau because he just RGJ. makes that much more doing uh, stand up and shit too. Is it just know? stand up and and, yeah. the, and then for RDJ and John Favreau is it just like because you would think the creator would get more than the you would think yeah the yeah well, once again well, Larry David people also pay to see the fucking face of yeah. the operation not the brains of the operation yeah. you know? Larry David's also a face I mean, he does curb your enthusiasm that's yeah. How, yeah that's what I'm saying and that show is wildly popular too so it's so fucking funny dude oh my god but I, know... I, I don't know like so I'll admit I, I wasn't super into Seinfeld like when it was airing and whatnot. I really just kind of got into it like within these past few years and, and I fucking love it. I think Seinfeld is brilliant and hilarious, but Curb Your Enthusiasm funnier. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a way funnier show. I it's, agree. Yeah. The, the characters yep, are more fun. Everything about it's better than Seinfeld. I, I can't get over the uh, laugh track stuff. That's still just like too hard. I, for I know me. that's it. It throws you. It makes it feel too sitcommy and. Well, I had a hard time but, watching uh, IT crowd because of that. Like it's just didn't yeah. feel right. So, but it did spawn some great careers. Like Julia Louis Dreyfus is oh yeah awesome. 
Jason Alexander's the mm-hmm. man. Michael Richards stand up career, fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that obviously, appearance. and obviously, Jerry Seinfeld's an icon. So you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so, but 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 Kirby enthusiasm is is the more quality show to me. I just I think so. I think it's superior in every I, way. I find I find it to be you know more scathing, more consistently funny. Um, I don't know. I remember the episodes more. I can quote it more. I, I just, I just, I just like it more. I just like the show more overall. Mm-hmm. I also like seeing Larry David playing Larry David as opposed to Larry yeah. David kind of writing himself into these yeah. characters that were in Seinfeld. Which, speaking of which, I, I gotta say that this I thought was awesome. Um, yeah, I know we're the movie podcast, but fuck it. Uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> Do you remember the episode of Seinfeld when, uh, like, I'm going to tell you right now. No. Okay. <laughs> For other people, uh, George, like, quit his job one day. Like, he had a freak out during, a um, like, a meeting and, like, yelled at everyone and walked out and said he quit. And then, like, so Kramer oh, talked him into just showing up the next day and pretending like it didn't happen. <laughs> and so, you know, George just showed up at work. It was pretended he never quit and tried to just keep on working like nothing happened. That whole thing actually fucking happened to Larry, Larry David. David. Larry David was working at SNL as a writer and like one weekend kind of fucking freaked out and like told everyone to fuck off. Like, he didn't say he quit. He just told everyone to fuck off and, like, this job is stupid. You guys are fucking idiots. I am out of here. And his neighbor, who uh, Kramer is based off of, told him, like, dude, just go back in there on Monday and pretend like nothing happened. And that's what Larry David did. And he went back and kept on writing for SNL for, like, another year. Nice. Oh, is is JB Smooth somebody in Larry David's life? I oh hope yeah, so. yeah, he's uh, he's just like roommate in Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm. No, I I know that, but like is like you said, Kramer's uh, oh, characters. Like I, I hope that JB Smooth is I is actually so. JB Smooth know, in, right? his, in his real life. I love Larry. JB just Smooth. became friends with him, and yeah, yeah, wanted to have him on the show to show what his real life is like. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. So you found that the wealthiest actors and actresses are the ones that are married to billionaires. Mm-hmm. Outside yeah. of that, and we've got Oprah Winfrey, and, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, yeah, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibby, okay, yeah, and uh, and our boy Tom Cruise, okay. Tom you said Cruise he was like five seven, raking it like in, that? yeah, yeah. What about yeah. you? Didn't happen to see like The Rock on there. Uh, the Rock is up there. It, he just hasn't been quite doing it for as longer as long. But, but he's had he, a, um, recently. He's had a good run. Yeah, yeah. So he's like in the top twenty ish. But mm. these past few years, he's I said been, he's probably like two hundred. Like if you go by that. highest paid actor of the year, uh, let's see. I actually got it right here. Uh, Dwayne Johnson was either one or two. 
for the past like four for years. the past one two three four five years yeah <laughs> it's either the highest paid or the second highest paid in so the past five years so. i find that so fascinating right so the rock and now now john cena on his on, on the heels of that mm-hmm. coming from world wrestling entertainment to to be the star that he is on the movie uh-huh. scene and even dave batista right is yeah uh, is you know got you know he's done well what i noticed is none, none of the not that I mean, maybe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. None of the ladies in World Wrestling Entertainment have had that kind of not that I know success of. in the acting. Mm-mm. You know, to I think, do it I think China had a short uh, porn career. Yeah, she, she did. She did. Yeah, before she yeah. died. <laughs> did she die? I mean, I yeah, heard she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. She passed away. So, none of the ladies though have had like a real impact like that. No. But they, it also keep in mind the the ladies haven't had as much of an impact for as long in wrestling itself. Yeah. Like they right. just started really popping in wrestling. The yeah. Last, what eight nine years or so? Yeah, roughly. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, throw in though that we have had uh, Ronda Rousey and yes. uh, a homegirl from uh, the Mandalorian, right. mm-hmm. Gina Carano. But yeah, they were like, re- like oh, yeah, actual Ron- fighters. Ronda's like a crossover, you know, from, from and now and now Ronda's now. going into uh, mm-hmm. wrestling, though, isn't she? She's in it. Yeah. She's in it. Yeah, Been doing it yeah. A She's That's the champ. She's the champ on Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, and, uh, since we're already off the rails, I saw something yeah. recently yeah. about uh, Dave Batista. <laughs> You know, because he's getting up there. He's like over fifty now, I think. Yeah. Um, and gotta be, yeah. And he's, I don't. You guys have seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine, right? And um, no, both of you guys are shaking your heads. Yeah. Ah, damn. Not. All right. That's that's a that's a hard recommendation from me. Um, mm-hmm. and Dave Batista. I know. I know. I've been. I've been. It's on my list. I, I, I he's. Dave Batista in this movie and um it's long. It is long. But in this movie, he's got a short role. And um I'm trying to think of he's done some other things, but primarily this one comes to mind where he's got some real acting chops and he's not just a big meat wagon that needs to take his shirt off. And he made that comment recently that he, mm-hmm. he wants to start doing roles where I think he's actually was quoted saying, I don't want to keep taking my shirt off yeah. because I'm getting too old to stay in shape like this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's over 50. Like, you know how much work that dude's got to do to mm-hmm. like stay cut at that size. And, but he's got some real chops, man. And he was, I loved him in Blade Runner 2049. I love seeing mm-hmm. him and stuff like that. And even like his comedy his is greatest Drax. Exactly. Like, Drax the Destroyer. He fucking nails that role. Yeah. Perfect. So I, I, I really like him. Yeah. But so. Cena, like Cena, I think he's pretty cool. Like he's a pretty Cena's, funny. Cena's same he's thing. very engaging. He's funny. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. And I know it, it's, not was, a, it's not a great movie, but um, I forget the name of it. It's on, it's a Hulu original with like Lil, Lil, Vacation friends, yes, vacation friends. I keep meaning to watch, like, I have it saved in my like, either you know, my list on funny. It's funny, I enjoyed it. I want to watch it, yeah. And Cena is very funny, and obviously, 
um, as Peacemaker. I watched the first season of that. That was Dude, very that good. That amazing. Yeah, it was very amazing. He's, ex- he's excellent in it. He really mm-hmm. you know, embodies the character and does a nice job in it. Yeah, so, you know, I, and I, I watched um, I watched uh, Suicide Squad for the second time recently. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie, and that's it's that that is a good movie. And the follow up, like his character, it, there's it's such a good transition because as it, he's playing the same character, but his character has it's it's the I mean, if you've Given seen a little more room to breathe, yeah, yeah, if and you've you get, seen both, and, you know what I'm talking about, and you get mm-hmm. to and you get to meet Eagly. Yeah. yeah and in the movie suicide squad he plays like this like a hardcore like you know whatever it takes suicidal uh, murderous Eagly. asshole yeah and then when it comes to uh peacemaker you, yeah you see like all his the chinks in his armor and he's just like this mm-hmm. yeah emotional wreck trying Eagly. to keep it together fucking great my boy eagerly eagerly yeah. <laughs> Just check a bag of chips. <laughs> and the, the dude who played vigilante was fucking amazing. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a fight with all the racists and the cops. Yeah. Oh, that's a great fucking show. I loved really Peacemaker. I, I'm, you watch that, AJ, huh? I'm yeah, surprised. it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Dude, James Gunn fucking rules. He's another one. Honest. Yeah. 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 He's another James one that's Gunn been great. That show, that show is a ton of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. James Gunn is—he's—he's the—he's got that style that's right up my alley, where it's just like over-the-top action, blood mm-hmm. and guts, badass soundtrack, just cranked to ten, like everything, like let's go, just fucking fire that shit up. Yeah. And once you realize what's really going on in the show, Peacemakers, it just becomes bonkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once they sort of reveal like what's actually yeah. happening. Spoiler alert: When you find all these fucking alien bugs are taking yeah. over people's yeah. brains and. <laughs> Yeah, it, it just becomes crazy. bonkers. Yeah. yeah, bonkers, bonkers. You know, that's very and reminiscent it, of uh, the movie Slither that James Gunn also did. That mm-hmm. when, when these human hosts get infected by the the parasite, the human yeah. host is dead. So then the uh, protagonists are just like killing, you know, blowing everybody away, just shooting yeah. everybody because they're not people anymore. <laughs> they're just yeah. like wasting them. Yeah, great. So. Um, Any who's will be. Yeah. So, uh, so what, 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 what the hell? What else we got tonight, guys? Uh, well, what else is I've, happening in the movie world? <laughs> I did stumble across a couple pieces of news. Ooh, um, well, let me, I'll put it this way. One of them I stumbled across. One of them was forced down my throat because it's mm-hmm. all we've been hearing. For the past few weeks oh, um, yeah. and that's the amber heard giant depth trial mm-hmm. which finally concluded um amber heard did lose in this defamation case which you know if you're if you've been kind of paying attention to this to a little bit you might have been thinking like well no shit it looks like a shit show that's just been falling on her face this whole time but uh winning a defamation case is actually pretty hard um, you have to have everything line up and go your way. Um, it's, it's not like a simple proving of a murder case. Like you did this like, or reasonable doubt, that kind of thing. There's a lot more um, just factors in a case that you 
you, you have to get all of them, not just one of them. In any case, she did lose and she's out $15 million. She has to pay $15 million. Which I'm quite uh, sure she doesn't have. She talking about net worth. Hers is $8 million. So she's going to be. So no. owing a little bit. Payment, yeah. payment plan. Yeah. So that sucks for her. But. Uh, sucks to be her. It does suck to be her. Um, but, you know. Maybe don't mess with Jack Sparrow, I guess. Is that the moral of the story? DP, you're on mute. It's it's amoral. <laughs> sure. I can see DP trying to I talk about on mute. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah, the the fact that the jury was so I, I mean, because technically, like they also found that Johnny Depp defamed her as well but the yeah. amount they awarded him versus what they awarded her and that like they gave her no punitive damages whatsoever and gave him like five million in punitive damages um so what's the 15 million thing then the number so so him? they gave him uh him 10 million in uh whatever damages and then five million in punitive so okay it was 15 total Although technically, I guess even though they awarded him five million, there's like a limit, so she technically doesn't have to pay all the five million, but she has to pay the whole ten million, which she can't afford. So I don't know what the fuck she's gonna do. And oh, he's yeah, gonna pay her do, two million, which is like what one Pirates of the Caribbean movie for him, or like Jesus, yeah. half of a Pirates movie for that's him. Like a, that's like a sock drawer for Johnny Depp. I mean, yeah. he's been killing it for a long time. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it's, and again, it's one of those things where, you know, like guys never want to admit they're fucking being abused. And so it, it is kind of a bit of a, you know, relief to see, like, yes, it does happen to men. And yes, it, right. you know, you, you don't have to be like hiding it. it you know, it's not the end of the world if you let people know what's happening. And and the other good thing, too, is it also shows because people, it, certain people are going to be like, oh, well, so you can't believe women when they say so-and-so abuse them, see, see, yeah. see. But at the same time, like, Amber Heard is an actress. She gets paid to act. And yeah. yet when you heard her say this stuff, you she knew she was lying. <laughs> Her so acting like, was terrible. An actor can't get away with fucking making this shit up. What makes you think the average person is going to be able to get away with making shit up mm -hmm. and saying it happened when an actor can't even fucking do it? So, you know, at the end of the day, it's still, you can still believe women, except when they are very fucking clearly lying, like Amber Heard was, you know? Act, Gary. Yeah. Act. Top gun out there and act your ass off <laughs> yeah you know and um did they meet each other on the the set of rum diary or something must like because she's she's got a credit she's in that movie she is they were mm -hmm. both were yeah that's i was they i think you're right aj that's about when they got together because i remember seeing that movie and then they were an item um and then shit got weird i mean but listen 
Johnny Depp is fucking weird. They're all fucking weird. Yeah. They've been they they live in this weird fantasy Pinocchio land mm-hmm. that like they they don't abide or follow or live on the same planet as anyone else. And I don't doubt that he was shitty to her, but it's become apparent that through this trial that she was just violent and like really nasty and shitting the bed to him. So I guess, you know, like literally shitting in the bed (laughs) and then blaming the dog. Johnny Depp may have been drinking (laughs) mega gulps of wine and doing blow all day, but she chopped off his fucking finger and shit in his bed. And now she owes him $15 million. She chopped off his finger, the tip of his finger. Yeah. Yeah. I have to admit, I didn't follow this thing at all, but (laughs) again, like I've got two pieces of news. Uh, and one of them squatted, I stumbled across, and one of them and shit on the bed. One of them yeah. has been forced down our throats. Yeah, this 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 news story has been front. Maybe it's just my feed. I guess like what I'm, you know, goes to show that I, I that is at. the problem with social media nowadays. Like yeah. it does become a fucking echo chamber where like the the shit you're interested in ends up being the only shit you see. So yeah. You know, you just keep saying the same thing and feeling the same way, and yeah, it's bang, bang, boom. Amber Heard shit. It's what makes bags. social media fun, <laughs> but it also what makes social media suck. So yeah, you're right. So um, what, what, what was the other uh, news piece you got? The other, the other news piece I'm uh, more excited about. Um, selfishly, mm-hmm. you guys know how much of a fan I am about Mad Max and Mad Max Fury Road. I know uh, TW wasn't a big fan of it. I can't remember where you guys landed on it exactly, but a uh, it's a thumbs down from DP and a thumbs yeah, up from Yeah, I thought AJ. that movie sucked. Okay, so... Uh, oh, let me rephrase. I don't think it sucked. It just wasn't great. Like, everyone act like it was the greatest oh, movie man. of all time. It was I will like, fight you. Dude. That's whatever. a hill I will it's, die it's, on. It was kind of cool, but that's about it. Like, mm. hey, oh, ah, that's a, that's That's my... That's my hill. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. Hey, <laughs> um, but in in uh, on that topic, uh, uh, the movie Furiosa has officially begun production, and oh, this is really? going to be, this is going to be the uh, prequel to Fury Road. Which uh, and... anybody has seen Fury Road? Uh, Furiosa was a character played by Charlize the wrong and is she going to reprise the role no it's going to be uh anya taylor joy uh playing oh, a really? younger version of furiosa oh, okay um i don't know if they're going to have uh, I, looking at the bill right now you know it's early imdb so there's only like a few slots on there uh so it shows anya taylor joy as furiosa it uh, has, I, would, I would put charlie's in there unless you turned it down well she's, she's ageless she is, but I think they're, you know, I think they're going uh, pretty far back because they have uh, um, they have a couple other characters in there. But like for the most part, it's just I think it's going to be like a, a coming up story. They have Chris Hemsworth in there, but they don't say what his character is. Hmm. Um, <laughs> they have uh, I forget the guy's name, but in, in Fury Road, he was Magnus. Um, and then there's another character named Erictus. 
um, a couple and oh, an, another key point for me is that George Miller is on for writing and directing this one. After Fury Road, he said that he was done, but he so, is. I'm sorry, what? What's that? George Miller is. He's going to do it. He's doing both, uh, yeah, screenplay and directing. So Chris Hemsworth gonna, is going to be. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is in the bill, but it, it doesn't say what his character is yet. Okay. Um, Maybe he's Max. You know, I, I no, I'm going to say that he's uh, a young Emerton Joe. If you remember, Emerton yeah. Joe was uh, Furiosa's like nemesis in Fury Road. You guys ever see the skin on SNL when Chris Hemsworth is dressed like a woman? He's sitting with these ladies at a diner and he's like, hey, what's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like talking about how great Chris Hemsworth is. And then like no. he goes to the bathroom and they're like, is that really Chris Hemsworth dressed like a woman? <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back to the table. He's like, what's up, bitches? And then he starts talking about how great Chris Hemsworth is again. And then they confront him about it. Like, are you really Chris Hemsworth? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. That yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. When you say Chris Hemsworth, I almost lost my shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've lately I've been watching a lot of SNL, um, like the backlog. It's on YouTube. Yeah. You can just you subscribe to the SNL channel on YouTube and just mm-hmm. go nuts. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is one of those uh, in my mind he's one of those special people where he's like tall handsome muscular and incredibly funny there's goddamn Australians man he's super funny yeah super funny and just like you know a specimen all around like god damn it so funny like take a break (laughs) what's up bitches (laughs) <laughs> and then the girls are like, we don't actually say that to each other. And they're like, <laughs> first, first time she goes, first time he goes off to the bathroom, they're like, oh yeah, of course, our friend so and so that we know, you know, generically from wherever. Like, do we really know her? <laughs> and then by the second time, he goes, is that really Chris Hemsworth dressed like a like a woman? That's funny. Uh, I'm gonna so have great. to look this one up now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna write it down. I want to see. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, I could go on about the SNL stuff for a while because I've just I've been watching it a lot lately. Because the you know the skits aren't long. The skits are like you know five minutes to seven minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like a yeah, little like quick a little hitter. Yeah. You can watch an episode of like the Californians. <laughs> <laughs> The Californians is one of the greatest sketches of all time. <laughs> Jevin, what are you doing here? Why don't you take the five down to La Cienica? <laughs> Southern California? <laughs> Devon? <laughs> Kristen Wiig's character is so great in that. Oh, it's fucking great. I love the Californians. California. They have a whole like they have a whole little block of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch little, every Californians. Ever. Every, all yeah. the Californians. It's, it's awesome. part it's it, it, on YouTube. It's part one and part two of yeah. the California Californians. Southern <laughs> California. <laughs> Who's the actor that plays like the main guy? Uh, so, the dude from uh What's it called McGruber? Uh, to, uh, why, why am I drawing a blank on his name? No, it's not Will Forte. Will Forte, yeah. No, no, he's not the main guy. 
Then who's the other? Which one are you talking about? Uh, not Devin. Fred that's Armisen. Bill. Oh, Fred Armisen. Okay, that's okay, the other. All right. Yeah. No, Devin is Bill Hader. Yeah, Bill Hader. <laughs> He's always got the best look. He's like. <laughs> but, oh, fuck. Devin, what are you doing here? Why don't you just get out of here? Go down the five and just keep driving. <laughs> you know, that's a funny thing. Like, I can't say, like, I listen to tons of fucking comedians podcasts and whatnot. And when you, when you just hear them, like people from LA talking about life, all they fucking talk about is the traffic in LA. Yeah. It's just yeah. constant. Like I had to take the five down to La Cienica and I had to sit in two <laughs> hours of traffic. <laughs> Oh and my god! Hammer home how obsessed with fucking traffic people yeah. are in LA. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> oh, I love that sketch. God damn! Why are we talking about SNL? Are we the movie? Californias, <laughs> the SNL council. I'm a big fan of the Californians. <laughs> Oh goodness! It's just so it's just so absurd. Yeah, it's so fun, it's so fucking fun. Yeah, I definitely recommend to anyone just go onto YouTube and watch every episode of the California. Right, if you go on YouTube and search the Californians, it's it's a yeah, two it's a two there. it's, it's, it's two part it's a two parter. There's mm-hmm. the California's part one, the California's part two, and it's every sketch of the Californians mm-hmm. all in one place. Like ah, save them to your favorites. Beautiful. And watch them anytime you just need a laugh because I'll tell you, <laughs> that is one of the sketches uh, on SNL where the actors just can't help but break. They Dude, break yeah, when, so when they much. Try to do the Wig, faces into the camera. Kristen they, Wig. Oh, the, time. Actually, the close ups. There was one episode where they yeah. were trying to do the close up on Kristen Wig and she couldn't. couldn't. Yeah, it was the one with Maya Rudolph in it. Like <laughs> the preg- she was pregnant. She had like Fred Armisen's character's kid or something she was pregnant with. <laughs> and they kept doing the close-up of Maya Rudolph, and she had the best face going. And yeah. then when they did it on Kristen Wiig, she was breaking oh, like crazy. Goodness. Probably because she was, uh, she kept seeing Maya Rudolph make that face. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. But Maya Rudolph only made like one appearance of the Californians. Yeah. But, you know, Kristen Wiig was a regular on there. Fred Armis and Bill Hader. Bill mm-hmm. Hader was awesome on it. Oh, um, sorry. Sorry, I went off on a, I know, it, rant. Had a fucking <laughs> Californians jag. Oh, but, my God. I love the Californians. So, um, also, if you've ever seen Keenan Tom Thompson do the What's Up with That, the show, What's Up with That? What's, what's up, up with that? that? <laughs> you gotta watch that too. Just break. Every time he's, in, he's interviewing somebody, he just breaks in a song. And then who is it? Uh, who's it? Oh fuck! What's the actor's name that just comes like jumping in from the side, wearing a red tracksuit, and starts doing the Running Man? <laughs> oh, is that um? It's not Jason Sudeikis, is it? No, it's the other guy that looks like Jason Sudeikis. Because so, <laughs> I was about to say Jason Sudeikis too, but I know it's not him. Uh, but it's the Jason Sudeikis type. Look, the lookalike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the but doppelganger. I, I actually have that 
fucking dude doing the running man gifts saved on my phone because <laughs> i send it to nicole all the fucking time <laughs> and and it's during like when sir during keenan thompson singing what's up with that <laughs> yeah Ooh, what's up with that running man it's fucking amazing <laughs> wow this fucking podcast has evolved tonight yeah. but hey if you're still listening i fucking warned you from the beginning this what's was going hey, off the rails that? tonight. <laughs> what's up with that? What's was up it, with that? Was that more? Th- was there more than one episode of What's Up? With oh that? yeah, there there was a few, man. <laughs> was there? Because I've only yeah. seen the one. He's like trying to interview some celebrity, and he's like, "So, mm-hmm. uh, what? So you did this and that?" And he's like, "What's up? What's <laughs> what, what, what? What's up? What's up with that? What's up with that?" <laughs> And he doesn't uh, even get to the third person he's interviewing, and the guy's like pretends to get pissed at him, <laughs> and then he's like, "Ah, I'm just kidding." <laughs> and I think it's Bill Hader. <laughs> Bill Hader's in some of the best, the best he really skits. Is. Yeah. So hold on, let me just big check big my Bill Hader out. fan. Bill, have you you seen Barry, right? Oh, it is Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> the does the running man. Up, yeah, I just pulled up the gif and looked at it. Yep, it's <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. And next, <laughs> and, and the, there's a guy playing the saxophone too. <laughs> oh goodness, sorry, Marky's tapped out at this point. <laughs> Marky, I don't play. Marky, one Marky, bit. Marky was enjoying me singing. What's up with that? What's up what's with up that? that? Just as you guys what's on, up with that? <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been like walking around, like yeah. taking, cleaning up, taking oh my dog, working in the kitchen, yeah. made myself a drink. I have like renewed my love of SNL. I fell off SNL so so far, you know, far from mm-hmm. where I used to watch SNL all the time, and uh, yeah, so hilarious. YouTube has, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube and I do a lot of deep dives <laughs> on YouTube. And that got me back to SNL. It's like I did like a full circle or something. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But it's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. And you just get to see like some of these, um, you know, coming back to the movie console here, some of these actors that were on the show that have, um, Really made a splash, like Jason mm-hmm. Sudeikis with um, uh, Ted Lasso, and like Bill Hader with Barry, and yeah, I love Chris, Barry. Yeah, and Chris, Kristen Wiig with all the stuff she's done. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were all in that. They were all in that um, era, right? You know, and they're doing great stuff right now because yeah. they're just so talented. Will Forte, so, um, uh, yes, Saturday Night Live is a great jumping off. Uh, point for I, th- I think that's been known for a long time i mean it's definitely people, people that uh stick with snl or the cast members that you know don't burn bridges and do their time they end up coming out of there with uh, long film careers J- J- jimmy fallon's been very successful and will ferrell obviously that's yeah. one of the bigger names I, I tell you what when i was looking but, at the bill murray I, like the further back you go Oh yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh, the highest Crying paid actors and the like, Adam uh, Sandler. Yeah, I was gonna say Spade, in the Chris top Farley, grossing, all of them. Adam Chris Sandler Farley. is in the top 
five every fucking year. Right. He is just making bank. And you know what? I tell you what. Adam Sandler fucking does it right, too. Like, that dude, like, every... He wants to make a movie with all of his friends. Right. And then, like, decides, like, oh, I feel like going on vacation to Hawaii, so I'm going to have my movie set in Hawaii. And then he takes his whole family on vacation right. and fucking makes it with and his friends and makes a movie in Hawaii. Or he wants to go to Mexico and brings all his friends there and makes a movie there. That dude is fucking doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Madison. Um, all of it, Happy Madison just involves like all of his buddies. That's, mm-hmm. that's such an awesome idea yeah. for a company. As, in, in college, make movies. I always tried to uh, emulate that. And I was talking with like my friends that I grew up with. I was like, we just need to like come together and come up with a company and we can just stay best friends forever. And we'll just work, you <laughs> right? know, work this job. And then, you know, real life hit us and we split yeah. up and now generally one doesn't t- work for people. No. Yeah. Adam like Sandler on, made it work. He did it. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Super jealous about Good that. for him. Yeah. Weirdly, I gotta say, so. All right, all cards on the table. Like I said, the today was a shitty day, and like shortly before we were record, were set to record, I was in a pissy mood. I didn't think I was gonna be able to fucking do it, hmm. and so naturally I had a couple extra beers, smoked a little bit, and then I actually watched Adam Sandler, uh, which got like a hundred percent fresh, is like stand up shit on. Uh, on Netflix, where it's uh-huh. just him doing like a bunch of songs and shit, that makes me fucking laugh every time I watch it. And so I just watch that for like an hour. I laugh my ass off. It put me in a way better mood, and to the point where I was able to actually do the podcast. Nice. Had I not watched that, I don't know if I would have been in the mindset to fucking record tonight. Yeah. But I, I, it just it makes me fucking happy. Like he is so funny, it yeah, it, it put me in the right mindset for tonight. Pull up some of his old SNL stuff too, like, mm-hmm. if you ever want to laugh. Yeah, or his old dude, the fucking his audio album. I was gonna say, my brother Jeff, used to have Jeff, those. Jeff, dude, they're all gonna laugh at you. Is is yeah. one of the best. Laugh at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the joining the cult skit is one of my all time favorites. Like. <laughs> You know, you're going in and saving 12 bucks. Just fucking do it. Look, you're making me want to, like, go find there. Was this a way back in the day? It's not It's not the... So the one you're talking about on Netflix, he did recently, right? Yes. Because there is one he did back in the day that was, you know, like a little comedy concert where he mm-hmm. did, like, a bunch of his songs. And I bet you you could find that on YouTube. I loved that. That was yeah. one of those, like that I would always just, like, go to when I needed something to laugh at. And that's, like, that was the original... Uh, and like, the Hanukkah Thanksgiving song. song. Oh, the Thanksgiving Hanukkah song. song. That's what the, it was. Yeah. The Thanksgiving song, the Hanukkah song. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bunch of that stuff on there. Um, yeah. I forget some of the other... Um, what was it? Uh, Red Hooded Sweatshirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... It Piece was of a, Shit Car. Piece of Shit Car, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and he had some props for that one and stuff like, yeah. like a like, change the set on the stage and stuff. It was like really fun stuff. 
And I bet you could find that on YouTube. I don't know, remember where it originally aired. I don't know if it was like an HBO mm-hmm. special or something. Oh, but it was just a tour. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I saw no, I saw it on TV somewhere originally yeah. back in the day. And I don't know, like I said, if it was on a paid cable channel or something or whatever. It must have been because it was a commercial free thing. Like it was must have been on paid cable. Right. And uh, it was so funny. And I would go back to it. I think I probably recorded it mm-hmm. or whatever on VHS back in the day. He's. It just goes to show how long Adam Sandler's been around. Yeah, making those, people making people laugh. You know those tapes. Um, for instance, yeah. like I remember my fact, brother having those. It, the they're all gonna laugh tapes. at you. I had on cassette. Oh, yeah. I, had on, I had on CD. Was. I had on CD. Yeah. My brother had those cassette tapes. Yeah, they're all gonna yeah. laugh at you. I had a cassette player in my car. I so think I, I still have I think albums I st- on cassette. I think I still have it. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> They're all. Gonna I mean, laugh at you. And, and and I also have it on my Apple Music. Like I I put mm-hmm. it on. The, it's in my library there. Obviously, it's just it's too funny to not have at least at the ready. You know. Yeah. If you want to listen to the cheerleader or you want to listen to uh, uh, remember the one where it's like Fatty McGee. <laughs> was it on? They're all going to laugh at you. Like um, when the guy's like, yeah, all these, these beers I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> those are non-alcoholic beers. Yeah. Was, it was, must be this weed. weed I've been I'm smoking, smoking, man. man. <laughs> those are pen- just pencil shavings in a bag. <laughs> So I think that's that fucking one was, Spade um, is the other voice in that one. That's David yeah. Spade in that. That's fucking, oh yeah, because he pulls yeah. all his friends into that yeah, stuff. Exactly. Fucking great. Ah, and God, and David Spade's a talented guy. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like he's not funny. He's on. Uh, he was on SNL too. He's a funny dude. Yeah. Um, his friends just happen to be talented, funny guys and ladies that he pulls in. You know. Yeah. Big time. So. Ah, all right. Um, off the rails. Yeah, completely. But again, you were warned at the beginning of the podcast that this shit was going off the rails. So, if you made it to the end, uh, thank you. Or maybe you're welcome. I don't know. Maybe the off the rails was good for you. I hope it was good for me. Was it good for you? AJ, was it good for you? Second, it was. It was good for me. Mm. Sorry, now I'm just getting creepy. Whoa, Speaking of creepy, really weird. Marky. <laughs> I don't know why I called you creepy. Oh, that know. was the other album. That was the other Adam Sandler album. What What the hell happened to me? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I found one. Adam Sandler HBO concert special. What the hell happened to me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you are. No, but this stupid ads on on YouTube. I need to pause it. Yeah. But I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna put in like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna save it in my things. I might even. I
what night you're supposed to be at the theater. Does that make sense? <laughs> Not exactly. Could you explain that to me, please? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what happened was I was wanting to see this movie and I was telling my wife, I was like, I want to go see this movie. And she was just like, shut the fuck up. Just go see it. Like leave right now. That's just aggressive. Go. That's yeah. aggressive. Yeah. It's like, leave. Like, I, you can, the baby's asleep. You can just go like, go see it. I'm like, all right, well, I'll do it. This was uh, around Memorial she Day. She was like, go then, go. This, this actually was Memorial Day. So I looked up the show times. Take the, uh, four, the 110 to Pico <laughs> and then take the five. <laughs> just get out of here, Devin. Just go. <laughs> just go. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the like seven o'clock showing all booked up I, I, I was wanting to go see this in imax because you know i wanted to go ahead and just mm. blow it out Get sure seven o'clock seven o'clock showing all all <clears throat> sold out uh 10 o'clock showing there's two seats like not in good position so i was like all right uh or no, i'm sorry that the 10 o'clock showing was good it there's there's two seats in the middle that i wanted to see i'm like all right nice and i went to go see uh What's uh, Tuesday had an offer, seven o'clock, all sold out. Ten o'clock has some good ones. Wednesday, seven o'clock, all sold out. Ten o'clock has some good ones. Same story all throughout the week. It's like fuck it, I'm just gonna go see this ten o'clock tonight. This movie's two hours long. It's gonna be late when I get home. I got work tomorrow. Fuck it. And I accidentally bought a ticket for Tuesday when the day was Monday. So bought the ticket. Sat there. I'm like, I'm gonna go see Top Gun tonight, and then left my house. At luckily for me, this this theater's pretty close. It's like ten minutes away, so mm-hmm. made it out to the theater. Uh, I am pretty uh, clean when it comes to the marijuana, just because uh, you know we got the kid and everything. I'm getting a little older, but um, I've got this legal delta eight pen down here it's what you can get in north carolina actually they have like what they call like delta nine like three percent it's all weird stuff anyways i've got this pen i don't smoke anymore i haven't smoked in probably like a month but i brought this pen with me and i took a rip on it as soon as i pulled into the theater parking lot went in there had my ticket scanned uh bought a small sprite small small popcorn went up to my theater was checking the seats it's, a, it's assigned seating and uh i got there early like i like to do and maybe thankfully for me there was a guy and his son sitting the guy was sitting in my seat and i was like oh g8 i've got i've got g8 and he didn't pay any attention to me so i just kind of like leaned towards him and i was like i've got g8 <laughs> and he, and, and and- sitting, yeah and i was like and I, I had my phone out in front of me and i was like I'll show he's still not paying attention to me. I'm like, I'll show you. I've got G8. And I, I pulled up and I zoom in on it. It's like G8. What's yours say? And he was like, at that point, he was like, what the fuck guy pulled his phone out. And he's like, yeah, me and my kid, we got G7, G8. And he pulled his ticket out. And sure enough, it said G7, G8. I'm like, well, that's weird. And I almost just sat in G9 and was like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch this movie and some other person's seat. And at that point, I'm starting to feel a little bit high. And I was like, you know what? I better try and find out what's going on. So I walked back out. 
for whatever reason, my first instinct was to go ask the person that sold me popcorn if my seat <laughs> was right and not the guy that checked my, my ticket. But as I was walking out, I zoomed in and saw it was for Tuesday, the 31st. <laughs> and I was like, and a boy. <laughs> it, it flashed in, in front of my mind. I'm like, what the fuck? Showed up on and the th- wrong night. Showed up on the wrong night. And at that point, I'm feeling really high. And I'm holding a Sprite and a popcorn and I just walk out the front door and I'm, I parked at the very back of the parking lot and I'm going through the parking lot, <laughs> holding a full Sprite and a full popcorn. <laughs> feeling real funny. Um, Why didn't you just sit at G9 like you were going it was, to? It, I, it was high. I was high <laughs> and I am 90% sure G9 was going to show up. And that yeah. would have been really fucking weird. Um but I, I came out the next night. <laughs> I came out the next night to watch the movie on the appropriate night. And the person checking my ticket said, uh, this has already been scanned. And I had to tell them the story. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I bought this ticket yesterday. And I came here yesterday and I thought I bought it for yesterday. And it turned out I bought it for today. And the person scanned it. And, and uh Long story short, I haven't seen this movie yet, but I've paid for this ticket, and I'm pretty sure I still have the seat. Can I go in, please? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so Top Gun was awesome. It, wow. It, it took me a little bit to get there, but... Uh, sure did. <laughs> I really liked it. Hey, I'll tell you what, I, I, I don't want to give any spoilers to AJ, because AJ, it's, it's you fine. should see this movie. It And again, it's not like some fucking think piece that's gonna make you like question your life or whatever. Why but not? It is, it is an absolute like celebration of fucking movies and about and of filmmaking and just like everything about it is just like it, it makes you fucking pump your fist. You get excited. It is beautifully shot. The 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 shots of these fucking planes <clears throat> and the shit that they do is mind boggling, and it, it's all and none of it's green screen. It's all pro- fucking real shit, and you're watching these jets like fly inches away from each other and shit. It's it is amazing and so worth seeing in IMAX. And again, Marky. if you don't want to go see it in IMAX alone. I will go again. I will come down. I'll go with you. It is amazing, dude. It is yeah, so Mark, good. Marky. Yeah. Were you high the second day? I was not. Okay. You know, uh, you know, I said I don't smoke very much, and I felt like part of my punishment from Jesus was because I got high that day. <laughs> and he changed the date of my ticket. And so I yeah, didn't do drugs the second time. That's what happened. Um. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I fucking love that movie too. It's from what DP said, I attest to all that. Uh, after watching it, I felt like it was almost like an instant classic. Gypsy, yeah. come on. <laughs> can you hear Gypsy snoring? Yes, I can. Gypsy, <laughs> go do that somewhere else. Go on. I, I tell you what. Yeah. Again, AJ, you should go see it. It's excellent. It is. I, I mean, Again, like, I knew what was coming. Uh, Like, I I won't say, this isn't a spoiler, spoiler, but at one point, Marky, and I'm sure you were in the same boat, you were like, oh, Hangman's coming. We know Hangman's coming. Right. 
and they still they built up the the tension enough but even though you knew he was coming i forgot when he showed up you're like fuck yeah yeah i Just forgot hop in your fist dude it was so good oh it was so good like yeah. so it it didn't break new ground with fucking storytelling but man no. is it just a celebration of that's film a, that's it, what it, it's a celebration of fucking film it is a awesome. classic it's mm -hmm. it feels like an old story but like newly done uh the camera work you're saying outstanding you haven't had something like this before seeing it in imax it's just geared up to a 11 the the sound the visuals it's like a almost in my mind maybe the pinnacle of what just entertainment movie is yes it's and this the story is not too cheesy not too top you know like uh tried and true stuff sure it's like mm -hmm. dp said there's no like surprises but it's just done so well and like yes. polished and just sharp and mm -hmm. badass I want to go join Top Gun. I want to be a yeah. Top Gun pilot. I'm going to be up there. Tom Cruise is going to be proud of me. We're going to do missions together. Can't wait. Uh, like, uh, like I will say, there was a slight part of me that was thinking, like, all right, it's like 99% from the audience score. Uh, th this has got to be, th there's something wrong with this move. There's no way. 99% are really saying this is great. Something's going on. Uh, but no, I was wrong. It, it is just that yeah. satisfying as uh, like a movie fan. Like if you're a fan of movies, you're going to fucking love it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Oh, AJ, totally. If you want company, I will come with you. Like I said, I'll come down to your, your neck of the woods. The, there's that great IMAX theater near you. I will come down there and we'll, I'll go see it again because it was so good. So, but, uh, gentlemen, we've been going at it for a while now. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I, <laughs> I saw that movie, lines. uh, that movie Men not too long ago, too. Ooh, by... Yeah. So it's, I, I, you know what? Alex this Garland. is worth going long because I'm actually, were you, were you high movie. for that one? No, I watched that one with my wife. Uh, your sister ended up taking us up on the babysitting. Oh, nice. um, oh, so we had sister. a little date night. Yeah, Heidi watched uh, watched the child. The little and, one. Yeah, we went out and had a little date night, got some dinner, went to the movies, saw the movie Men by Alex Garland. And uh, real quick, while we were watching this movie, you know, this is like a almost like an independent movie movie is smaller i think the theater was like number 22 like we were tucked away in the very back as mm -hmm. we were watching it i remember hearing just this you know like loud ass fucking bass coming from somewhere i watched mm -hmm. the movie top gun two or three days later that was that how was that yeah. yeah that was theater number one <laughs> that was so fucking loud it was blasting out into 22 in the back um mm. But the movie Men is uh, is like a much smaller movie on all accounts. Smaller cast, smaller budget, smaller scope and setting. The story is real weird. Uh, Alex Garland 
was the same guy that wrote and directed Ex Machina and Annihilation. And he's been the writer. We've talked about him on the podcast quite a bit. And I've been excited for this movie. My opinion on this movie, without giving too much away, is I think this is the, uh, out of his most recent three, this is the hardest to kind of digest and get through. It's mm-hmm. for it's going to be for a much smaller audience. It is really good. It is really well done. Um, it's going to be a, a smaller group that likes this one. Um, but it is for movie fans like us and our esteemed colleagues on the movie council podcast. I think we need to see it just to see what he's done because it is, it has a lot of unique stuff to it and the music and the directing. And just when I walked out of it, when I was done with it, Sam and I talked about it a lot. It's, it has that huge, like what the fuck factor when you finish Ooh. a movie and you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? We need to talk right. about this. It's it, you're thinking about it the next day. You're trying to look things up online. Like, what the fuck was all that? In a good way and also a really weird way. So mm-hmm. I recommend it to people like you and some of our maybe esteemed listeners, but it's not going to be for the masses mm-hmm. if you catch my right. drift. But, but overall, you're you're recommending it. I mean, was it scary? It was scary, and it was yeah. it was it was scary and a lot of fucking weird. A, a and heavy, how a heavy was, dose of weird. And how was Jesse Buckley? Outstanding. Yeah, yeah, she crushed it. So did Roy Kinnear. So the the small the small cast, you know, did their thing swimmingly. They were all there for it. The director uh, and the the music and the editing. It. It's just a strange, strange, strange. I don't mind, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's it. It was done well on all accounts. It's just not for everybody with the subject matter. So the I think it's called the Lost Daughter came out last year with, with Olivia Maggie, Coleman, Maggie Gyllenhaal movie. Yeah, with um with Olivia Coleman, but Jesse Buckley is in that playing mm-hmm. the younger version of Olivia Coleman's character, and she's terrific in that. Yeah, and knowing that she was in this one and that she was cast in this particular film, I was really interested. Not also because of the Alex Garland factor. I'm always interested in what he's going to do. Right from the film perspective, I wasn't really interested in seeing. Just because there's so much, we talked about this earlier. So much damn TV, but yeah. into this show on FX called Devs, right? Which I just couldn't get myself to see. It's a weird one. Yeah, but I'm interested in his films for sure. And I'm very interested in men. This one's weird. I think this one takes the cake. <laughs> what was that, AJ? I'm very interested in men. <laughs> oh, DP, you got that? Damn, write that shit down. That's a good one. So, um, actually, we're already running late, so why not? I, I'll also point out... Uh, other than Top Gun Maverick this week, I also went and saw the Bob's Burgers movie. Oh, yeah. How was that? Fucking excellent. <laughs> so, so, But again, it comes down to what parts of Bob's Burgers you like. You know, for me, again, I'm glad you guys are sitting. You're going to be shocked by this part. 
but I am a huge fan of like the musical numbers <laughs> that they do. Okay. Yeah. And the, the movie leans heavily into the fucking musical numbers. It's basically a, an animated musical. It's fucking, but it's brilliant and super funny. If you like Bob's Burgers, it it, it leans into everything you love about the characters from Bob's Burgers. Nice. Really well done. Um, uh, the overall story is fucking great. And uh, again, uh, the characters just rule. I love the characters from that show. So, um, yeah, if you, if you like Bob's Burgers, you should like the, the movie. I, I like Bob's Burgers. So. I do too. So, yeah, de- definitely worth watching the movie. Actually, I've seen the most recent episodes, but I have to catch up on Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been slacking. Yeah, I've been slacking a little bit, but I'm I don't know. I've I've I'm just about seen the whole catalog of Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge Tina fan, so yeah, Tina's the best. Yeah. I love Tina. I love Louise. Hey, not, that, a, not, see, that's... Not, not, not a big Gene fan, but ah see, that, that that's the thing with Bob's Burgers for me is like it, like every other month, a different character is my favorite. Like and I, and at, at one that. point, Gene's my favorite, and then a week later, fucking yeah. Louise is my favorite, and then I, Linda. I, I mean, fucking Linda. Teddy, Lin- I love cool. Teddy Not, is amazing. Actually, I love Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> Teddy's right. probably There's a lot of good. Teddy's third on my list. I go. Yeah. I usually go Tina, Louise, Teddy. Not a yeah. big Gene fan, but I, I, you know. I don't know, and the others are cool. The other, the rest, Bob's great, and mm-hmm. the rest, the rest are cool. But yeah. like, those are my top. Those are my top three. I, Teddy, mm-hmm. Teddy's freakouts are some of the best things yeah. on television. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so good. So yeah, the yeah. Teddy, so, the Teddy, the Teddy freakout is classic. Yes, it really is. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's fi- let's fucking land this goddamn plane. Because it has been uh, hitting some serious turbulence. Um, all right. Once again, <laughs> if you, I just if, want to say good luck. We're yeah. all counting on you. <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Um, Don't call me Shirley. Yes. Um, <laughs> all righty. Um, yeah, once again, if you get anything for the show, you can email us. It is moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. You can follow us all over. We're on all the socials at, uh, at moviecouncilpod. You can DM us there, uh, wherever you listen. If you're on iTunes or Amazon or Spotify, wherever, give us a rating and a review. It helps us out tremendously, and we totally appreciate it. So, uh, and yeah, it, it's time to bring this bird in and call it a night. So, uh, for for myself, for AJ, for Marky, we all say thank you so much for listening. We we love it, and we will talk to you again uh, next week. Good night. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Oh Jesus! <laughs> and I'm very interested in men. The Movie Council is adjourned.